Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. It is early signing period week. We are recording this podcast at 4 o'clock on Monday. Just want to provide a temperature check uh, on kind of the recent official visitors, where things stand with them, big transfer group coming through, and kind of set the table a little bit. You know, things change in these last 48 hours um, at the high school level, but... uh, Things officially signed, pen to paper, on Wednesday. So Miami's looking to close with a couple of key high school targets as well as it's closing time on the recruiting trail. So transfers, let's start there. Uh, So Gabby, we did an instant reaction podcast for uh, Mark Fletcher's commitment. We didn't really get a chance to talk about Javian Cohen, who is an Alabama offensive line transfer. Um, he also committed to Miami. Uh, I think this is a intriguing addition. I think he's a starter. Where does he start? I don't know. I don't think that's a bad thing because he is a versatile guy with, you know, he has potentially a tackle body type, but he's played primarily his career at Alabama. Gabby. What's your take on this Cohen edition and how excited is Miami internally about this? Oh, they're super excited about the, the JV on Cohen edition. I mean, just being able to kind of get eyes on him on Sunday, uh, you know, definitely looks like someone who would play offensive line at a major college football program, like Alabama uh, checks all the boxes, uh, you know, legitimate six foot four, you know, 305 pounds, all that type of stuff. So yeah, Miami's super excited about, you know, what, they're getting in him uh you know you we were talking about like we don't really know where he kind of fits in on the offensive line because it does seem like he can play probably you know any spot along the line I I think the plan is for him to play guard I think that you know he's trying to kind of put the finishing touches on his tape for the NFL he told me this is a one-year stop for well the plan is for this to be a one-year stop for him so I think he's going to want to probably play the position that he's going to play in the NFL, which I think makes it interesting in terms of how how the rest of the line shakes out because I do think they're going to try to plug him in at one of those spots. But yeah, I mean this is a this is a big time get from Miami, a guy that's played a lot of 
important games throughout the course of his career. He's played in a national championship, uh, played over 20, I mean, over a thousand snaps in that 2021 season. Um, I mean, according to pro football focus has not allowed a sack, um, a couple right. hurries and, you know, all those types of things, but I mean, is not credited with allowing a sack. So uh, this is an offensive line, David, that I think you and I both know need to just need, needs experience, needs body types like this needs just impact impact dudes. And it seems like between JV and Cohen and, and the freshman and Francis Malagoa and Samson Akinlola coming in that Miami's added at least three, like, you know, a pretty immediate impact bodies. And I think that's a really big deal. You talked to them a little bit. I'm curious your take on his personality. Did he seem like, like an Alabama alpha dog? Did he seem oh, yeah. like a confident guy? How would you describe speaking with him and talking with him? Definitely, you know, seems like a confident dude. You know, he's, you know, he definitely has a personality. Uh, he's not one of those like really, really like weirdly quiet guys or kind of just like, you know, he, he kind of knew what to do with a, you know, I guess just me with my phone recorder in his face. Like, you know, he, he was saying all that stuff. I mean, he was definitely working me a little bit, kind of telling me that, oh yeah, I think I'm going to take some January visits and all that stuff. USC, Florida, <laughs> right. Ohio state are all in the mix there. Uh, you know, probably going to go hit them back to back in January. And then an hour later he was, uh, he was committed to Miami. So he's, I mean, he, he's a cool dude, you know, he's a, he's definitely got some of that alpha Alabama, you know, sec, uh, to him. Let's stay on the line of scrimmage, but let's flip sides and let's discuss Georgia State defensive lineman Thomas Gore. You recently put in a Miami crystal ball for him. Um, tell us what you know about that situation. Yeah, I think Miami's in a really good spot there. Uh, you know, I think uh, they had a, I guess on Saturday night, they had a party at Coach Cristobal's house uh, where they were just doing a bunch of things. I think they had like the, you know, the traditional Cuban cajachina and stuff like that, where they were roasting a pig basically. Um, and I, he told me that was the highlight of his trip. I mean, again, I think that there's still a few more days obviously to go in this recruitment and, you know, he did go see North Carolina, but it sounds to me like, you know, Miami is kind of the spot for him. I think, I, I think it's only a matter of time before maybe he goes public with those intentions, but I know people around the program are feeling really, really good about him. Uh, in terms of just physically, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, we, we, we see the, we see the size, we see the, the stature and, uh, I mean, you see like the listed height, six foot two seventy, Yeah. You know, I mean, I can, I, I wouldn't, I guess, push back on that. Uh, he's definitely a smaller guy, but I mean, it's hard to kind of, it's kind of hard to ignore the production. You know, he's been Georgia state's highest graded defender the past two seasons. He's been productive in opportunities against power five opponents. And, you know, he, he creates, he creates pressure from, from the interior. I mean, he, he's kind of like an interior pass rushing threat. And again, he may be right. not the ideal NFL measurables that you're looking for from an interior defensive lineman, but Miami needs to add some rotational pieces with, you know, Jordan Miller, Daryl Jackson, uh, Alan Hay, Elijah Roberts. I mean, those are four bodies on the defensive line. They lost. If they can replace one of those with Thomas Gore, I think that's a, I think that's a net positive. Right. I don't think you, you know, this goes without saying you don't want your whole defensive tackle room to look like that. Yeah. But I'm fine if you got one guy that's kind of like a changeup in there, right? Gives a different look to an offensive line. Uh, let's stay there and let's discuss Texas A&M defensive line transfer to Mise Adeleye, who took an official visit, what, last Wednesday through last Friday? Yep. What's going on there with him? Yeah, uh, I think that official visit went really well, man. And I think that there's a lot of people around that are are pretty confident about where 
about about where they stand in that one. And, you know, he he did wrap up on Friday and he did have plans to go to Cal. He followed through with that. He said because he told them he was going to go, uh, he was going to go out there. So he spent the weekend in the Bay Area up there in California. Um, he hinted on social media on Monday here that uh, a decision could be coming soon. From what I understand, he was going to have a discussion with the family here uh, sometime in the early afternoon and then probably, you know, start relaying uh you know those decisions around and as of you know the recording of this podcast or at least by the time i'm talking about this i don't think he's informed miami of a decision yet but i think there's reason to feel good about where the hurricanes are at right now michigan state is the third contender there but you know coming off of that official visit david i got a chance to talk with tune say and uh really just seemed to have you know obviously you know have a bunch of really good things to say spent a lot of time around jason taylor watched some of jason taylor's film with him and then they they turned on the akeem mesador film and they showed how they were able to use him as an impact transfer last year when he was coming in from west virginia so uh he seems like a, a kind of a football guy he had a lot of schematic questions and you know when i came back to him with the you know if those were answered i mean it was just a a pretty quick yes and kind of walked me through all the different ways that they could use them and all these different formations. So it sounds like uh, from a football standpoint, Miami makes sense. Uh, but let's see the feeling come out coming out of the weekend because Cal's obviously a high academic. Uh, so you never know how that kind of goes, if that's what he's kind of looking for. And then Michigan State's another, another, you know, top program in college football. But uh, I think Miami's in a pretty good spot right here. Yeah, it does seem like a football junkie type of guy which would make him like-minded with a guy like Mario Cristobal. Yeah. Uh, UCF corner, Devontae Brown. Uh, he is a Miami legacy, son of Selwyn Brown. He took an official visit to Miami back in the 2020 cycle. Uh, Miami wasn't able to close them. They kind of made a late push for him. He decided to go to UCF, um, but he's back in the portal now. And you know, seems like he could at the end of the day end up at Miami. What's your sense there? Yeah, that's where my crystal ball is at right now. I put it on Miami. I think uh, maybe it was sometime over the weekend or maybe it was late last week. Um, I, I think Miami's in the best spot here. And you mentioned Selwyn Brown. I think, uh, you know, he's been an advocate for the program and and wanting his son Devonte here and really Damari too. I'm sure we'll get into, we'll get into that later, but I do think Miami's probably in the best spot to land Devonte as a transfer uh, you know, three-year starter over at UCF. He's played nearly 2,000 snaps in his career. Um, I think over the course of that 2021 season, he did not allow a touchdown through the air, which is, you know, which is a pretty big deal just, you know, considering the conference and the teams that play in it. Uh, so I think that Devontae Brown could potentially be someone that comes in and, and competes for a starting spot. Of course, Miami losing both DJ Ivy and Tyreek Stevenson to the NFL. So they're going to have to fill in some some slots there with some talent. I think Devontae Brown uh, gives them a little bit more depth there with, a, you know, a potentially gives them someone that that could uh, give them some starter reps. Agreed. 6'2", 185. I think he's got good speed. I think he's got a lot of traits to work with. I think he's got a chance to be an NFL type guy. Still has to develop to get to that point, but I think he's a guy with some upside. And you mentioned too, we'll talk about him later, but he has a younger brother that's a big time recruit in this 2023 cycle as well at the high school level. Um, let's wrap up the transfer talk here with Dante Thornton, who jumped in the portal from Oregon, uh, 6'5, 200. Flash big time at the end of this 2022 season against Utah. I think he had something like four, four receptions for 150 yards in that game. Uh, he's a guy with, with intriguing speed 
at his size. Seems like Miami's in a decent spot, but of these transfers that visited, it might be fair to say that this is the one where there's probably the most heated battle recruiting another, you know, against another team. Tell us where Miami is and who that other team might be. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Yeah, uh, Dante Thornton is uh, you know, definitely considering Auburn. That's a school that he visited also. Another one who said that he could potentially take a couple trips in January. I think that's something he also relayed to Miami. But as we saw, I mean, I mean, these guys could always just make a decision somewhere or, or anything like that if they don't want to wait these next two and a half weeks until – you know, this dead period wraps up where they can open things back up. I think it's January 4th through January 8th. It's only a couple of days where you have to make other visits. So if Dante Thornton were to make a decision here somewhere soon, it would be a Miami-Auburn uh, battle. And, you know, I do think coming out of the weekend, Miami showed him a lot. Uh, it seems to me just talking to people around that he had a really good time. He knows he's needed as an outside weapon for the Hurricanes. Again, you mentioned his size, six foot five, 200. Uh, just kind of eyeballing him wouldn't push back on either of those. Uh, he's a big, long dude, man. And, uh, you know, back in, in his high school days, had a, an 11.0200 meter. So he has a verified speed at that size. Uh, I, I think that this is this is someone Miami just needs to grab on the outside. And I asked right. him his favorite part of the trip. He said it was it was that moment where he first saw Mario Cristobal again. And, you know, just having that moment to reunite with a coach that who a coach who recruited him who has coached him in the past, who, you know, gave him an opportunity, got him to Oregon from uh, the city of Baltimore, where he's from. So literally got him across the country up to Eugene. And I think that there's a lot of comfort there, a lot of, uh, you know, just a, a tight relationship. So I think that that is something that can go a long way, but I don't think that this is a, you know, a layup by any stretch. Right. And I think he's the type of guy that could potentially help unlock the, upside and ability of Tyler Van Dyke, right? Tyler Van Dyke, we saw when he had Charleston Rambo to target as a deep threat, how effective Tyler Van Dyke can be. I think Dante Thornton has that similar type of ability as a deep threat. Um, and so, yeah, I think it would definitely be a strong addition to the personnel um, Miami is returning on offense. 
high school, you know, there's always, there's always with this staff, especially with Mario Cristobal, uh, there's always going to be stuff bubbling beneath the surface, right? But in terms of just publicly what we can discuss, what we can talk about, there's mainly two guys to focus on here uh, as things stand Monday, and that is two DBs from Broward County. Let's start with Damari Brown, who, again, is the brother of Devontae Brown, who Gabby has a Miami crystal ball in for. I don't know. Do you 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 might have a Damari Brown crystal ball in, but it's from the past. Yeah. I guess let's just start there. Do you feel still do you still feel good about that crystal ball? I do. Uh, I do. And uh, of course, if you've been paying attention to 24 seven sports, you you'll probably probably have seen over the past week or so that Alabama got a couple uh, forecasts in. One was from the director of recruiting, Steve Wilfong, who, you know, is as good as as good with that crystal ball as anybody. And then uh, a Florida State insider, Chris Snee, he put in an Alabama pick as well. I, I, I mean, I told our board over the weekend, like I, I'm writing this. I'm riding this Miami crystal ball. Like I think that Miami's in a really good spot here. I think what I think potentially getting Devonte Brown on board is big for that recruitment. And then even independently of that, I think Miami's just done a really good job here. And I think, you know, coming down this final stretch, uh, you know, I do think again, even the family would like the brothers to stay closer to home. David, we, we haven't really talked about it yet, but I guess we talked about it on the instant reaction podcast. Mark Fletcher, his teammate, committed right. to Miami too. I just feel like the stars are kind of aligning for the Hurricanes here down like this final, these final what? I mean, I guess we could say 48, 60 hours, whatever it is, uh, until pen, you know, pens start running on paper. Uh, I, I do think Miami is is in position to potentially close. Can Alabama come around here and you know do what I guess they're expected to do by industry experts? Sure. I mean, I, I think that that's still very much within the realm of possibility, but right now. I really do think Miami could land his signature on Wednesday, and that's why I'm riding uh, with that crystal ball. And then another DB, this one a safety from St. Thomas Aquinas, Conrad Hussey. He's still committed to Penn State, correct? But it it seems like this is going to be a Miami-Florida State battle. He took an official visit to Miami over the weekend. Uh, discuss where things stand with Mr. Hussey. Yeah, this is a really interesting situation, just like based on how I understand it. I'm not sure Miami really expected him to come in. Like if you were talking to them like Friday afternoon, like I don't think they were expecting Conrad Hussey to come in. I think they I think it was kind of a last minute thing where they were able to get him on campus on Saturday. And I think once they kind of got him, I think, uh, you know, they've done everything right in terms of just, I guess, pressing all the right buttons and doing all the right things, saying all the right things to get him thinking really hard about Miami. Um, I did, David, we, I mean, we, we both know how much recruiting momentum matters, how much, how much yeah. perception, uh, public perception in recruiting matters. And right now Miami is, is the place to be right. Like Miami's right. a cool place to commit to right now because you had, uh, the Mark Fletcher, you had the Samson, Auckland, Lola, you had Ruben Bain, who's one of the, you know, the area's best players who, you know, all those types of stuff. And, you know, I think that's something that's really resonating with Conrad Hussey that, you know, he could be a part of a class that could potentially be the group that actually does get this thing turned it around with, you know, under Mario Cristobal, who finally got a chance uh, to recruit his own guys and all those things. I know Jamal Adai, the defensive backs coach, has been, you know, he's kind of been running point on this recruitment. And, you know, I think the feedback coming off that is that Hussey is a, is a fan of him, the way he he uses his 
his his safeties, his defenders, and all that stuff. And Hussey told me that he was just watching film with the, with the day with the die and uh, was able to just kind of pick up on the defense quickly because it was pretty similar to what they're already running at St. Thomas Aquinas. And then of course you have the connection to Jason Taylor, who was you know I think he was defensive coordinator at STA for like five years. And uh, Conrad Hussey told me he has a relationship with Jason Taylor that goes back to basically the time that he was a kid coming up playing youth football. Cause I think he grew up around his, his son and stuff like that. And I guess maybe there's just those types of connections, but I think there's a lot of familiarity with Miami uh, Penn state. I think something to know is that they have like four safeties committed. Uh, they have his teammate King Mac. They have Dakari Nelson out of Alabama. They might have some, uh, another one mixed in there somewhere, but uh, I, Miami definitely needs defensive backs. It seems like Penn state kind of has them in droves right now. And, uh, I think that's something that Miami's pitching as well. All right. So do you think, I mean, again, 36 hours or whatever till signing day, where would you predict Hussey right now on Monday? Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's tough to say, I, I mean, I want to say Miami, but you know, I, I still think that there's still a lot of things to go. Like a lot of things still need to happen. I believe he was probably, I think he was, you know, going to get on another call with them at some point today. I think there's there's definitely reason to believe that the Hurricanes have some momentum in this recruitment. You know, it's kind of talking to people up in up in Happy Valley. I think that there's a sense that he might stick. Um, I'm not sure where Florida State factors into all of this. He did take an official visit to the, visit with them two weekends ago. Um, right. But my gut right now is either leaning he's signing with the Hurricanes or with the Nittany Lions. I'm not sure if okay. the Seminoles are, are are too much of a factor here, but I guess time will tell here over the next few hours. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, let's get out of here on that. Again, I would recommend everyone stay locked into InsideTheU.com. That 50% off deal still ongoing. So if you want to jump in for an annual sub, 50% off, 54 bucks gets you – uh, also, access to Paramount Plus, which in its own is 50 bucks for the year. So um, it's going to be an interesting day. This class is currently number four in the country uh, here on Monday afternoon, narrowly behind Texas for that number three spot. So we will see if Mario Cristobal has any surprises up his sleeve we'll probably maybe do another heat check podcast quick hitter similar to this tuesday afternoon just because things can change quickly there's always stuff to talk about here in the days leading up to signing day so appreciate everyone listening and until next time take care Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.